Hi everyone, welcome back. Bienvenidos to a brand new episode of Fate with Faith. This is the host Raquel Maria. In this brand new episode, episode seven, I had the pleasure of interviewing three good friends, Austin, Cade, and Ian, who talk about the To Live For Conference, the Summer Conference 2022, that will be held July 29th through July 30th at the USF Theater One College of Arts. This is such an exciting episode. We really just dive right in to what this conference is all about and the significance that this has impacted not only the Tampa community, but just high schoolers and college students from all around the Florida area. So this is a great opportunity to really just shine a light on what this conference is all about. Get ready, this episode is about to start right now. Okay, hello everyone. I am here with Austin, Kate, and Jan. Everyone, please introduce yourself, where you grew up, and what age you started to become more involved with pursuing Jesus. All right, um, I'll go first. Um, Austin, and uh, I'm 20 years old. And I would say I got saved as a child, you know, probably around seven, eight years old. But my faith became really real to me when I was uh, summer of sophomore year, going into my junior year of high school. And uh, yeah, what happened was, is I was, you know, found out I was good at soccer and I kind of made that a priority in my life. But um, because of that, I wasn't really pursuing Christ. And I, you know, didn't go to church. I didn't have good community. So talked to my parents and said, yo, we got to change this. <laughs> and um, basically, had a really good, solid group of friends uh, this summer of my sophomore year and uh, just grew super close to the Lord. And since then, I transferred to Calvary Christian High School and I just uh, was able to really pursue the Lord in a more real way. And that's probably when that happened. Hi, my name is Kate and I'm 20 years old also. And I've grown up in this area, Tampa, my whole life in the same house um, and I'm my story is really similar to Austin's I have grown up in a Christian family um, knowing about Jesus since I was little and got saved when I was young but I truly feel like I came to know him in high school when I went on a mission trip with my church and I finally just got to see that there's so much more than the small bubble of um, Christian life that I had grown up in and I just fell in love with God and with serving people and I just truly experienced the power of the Holy Spirit during that week and that's when I made my faith my own um, and just really understood what Jesus did for me and grew my faith from there. Uh, hi, my name is Ian. Um, I grew up here in Florida, right? But uh, I probably got real with my faith. I, I want to say when I was 16 years old going into my junior year, or actually ending my sophomore year, I went to this summer retreat and uh, that's when I kind of really fell in love with uh, serving God and everything like that because it just became so real to me because there's just a bunch of young people just there, you know, worshiping and getting to know God, everyone together. When you're in that kind of environment, it really helps. But all at the same time, like while I was there, I made a bunch of good group of friends and it wasn't just like a Jesus fix because we kept each other accountable and it really just kept us all like continuing with our faith. And now that still with that same group of friends, we're still pushing each other and we're all growing together in our faith. So that's how it's been. All right. Thank you guys for sharing that. The next question would be, how did the name To Live For come about? The name? Oh, that's a good question. Well, honestly, I had like this meeting with a core group of young adults and 
we were uh, we spent like what was it like two hours just like mm-hmm. grinding out a name and none of them were good <laughs> they're all trash like and, next. Uh, what's next yeah yeah it was bad and then <laughs> i went that night and i was just praying and like I thought of this thing called to die for, like cookies are to die for. That was like, wow, cookies are to die for. It's like a saying. But it was like, Jesus isn't to die for, Jesus is to live for. And I was like, that's fire. So, that's a good story. Okay. Okay. Thanks. And then there's, there's scripture that went along with that. Yeah, that was the Lord. That was me, yeah. to be totally honest. Second Corinthians 5.15 says, it's our, it's our main verse. It said, Jesus died so that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for those who he died for and was raised again. Yeah. For him, sorry. <laughs> for him who he died for and was raised. So um, to live for is right in that verse. So worked out. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then next question. Who has, for each of you, your greatest influence personally growing up? Um, so um, I want to say that it would probably be my mom and my dad because, you know, I grew up in a Christian family, so... It was really just surreal for me to see that uh, my mom, who's just prayer warrior, I don't know, because most Latino like Christians, I'm pretty sure they can like relate when I say like I had a mom praying 2 a.m., 3 a.m., walking through the house, just speaking in the Holy Ghost, you know, but like <laughs> as a kid, you think that's kind of weird. But as you grow older, you just kind of start to like, wow, she was going through that spiritual warfare when, even when I didn't understand all what all this was. But definitely I'd say my mom and my dad because just two people who are just found, founded in the Lord. But yeah. I would say the same as well. Um, but I specifically at the moment, I would say my dad because he loves scripture and every single day I see him digging into, um, the Bible just more than I've ever seen anyone before. He just has a stack of books on the kitchen table and he goes through them all. But, um, his Bible is just all torn up and he, um, just every day I visibly see him going into the word and I, I don't know if he's read it all the way through. I think he has probably multiple times, but he just lives his life um, totally after the word and everything, um, all the wisdom that he has gained is just directly from the word of God. So I want to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I have not done that yet. And I want, I want to pursue God in that way where it's so based on his Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I would say definitely my parents growing up. Um, recently, I would say... There's this uh, young adult pastor named Sammy Rodriguez. He's a young adult pastor at Calvary Young Adults, and he's just been very prominent in my life and encouraging me and giving me truth from the word and um, teaching me a lot on discipleship, which is like just something that's really important, something that to live for wants to be part of. So it's been supportive with to live for. So I would say definitely Sammy. Nice. Okay. Thank you guys for sharing. Uh, following question, please share a unique moment where you saw Jesus transform your life or someone else through this ministry. Wow. Okay. I got a good one. So my dad and my mom, they separated when I was like seven and it was really tough for me, but my dad went through this huge discipleship process of figuring out, you know, how to be selfless and how to be servant minded and how not everything is the other person's fault in a relationship. And um, basically, I had to live for the conference. This guy, um, I hope he doesn't mind me shouting out his name. He's awesome. Uh, his name's Alex. But he's going through a rough time right now with his marriage. And um, he miraculously, like, uncoincidentally 
or coincidentally went up to my dad at the end to pray and like told my dad the situation and was praying and um, he came back and I was like, bro, you know, like I just thought like my dad actually went through, you know, a whole year of separation from my mom. I, I think that it'd be really cool to connect with him and, and, you know, really learn a lot from him. I think it would be good. And he's like, yeah, we actually, it was such a God thing. I didn't, I wasn't expecting to go and get prayed over, but out of all the six people in the front, I chose, you know, Pastor Tim and he went up to him and now they like, now he's really getting discipled once a week, uh, going through this book called Discovering the Mind of a Woman and really just like trying to, trying to pursue the Lord in that area specifically. So that was kind of a really cool thing that happened at the last conference. Yeah, that's cool. So like there's been so many moments like that. It's like yeah. all of them. God's been so much. But I mine's also from the last event. Uh, we the second session out of three of the last event was an equipping session where we learned how to share the gospel in a very tangible way, uh, and also learned how to read the Bible through a method called the SOAP method, um, and then also a way to. What is the soap? Oh, um, what does it stand for? Um, scripture, scripture observation. Scripture application. Yes, yeah, so you look at scripture um, in a just deeper way at a specific passion or yeah, specific verse. Right. Um, and then we also did, um, what is it called? God letters? Or oh, dear God letters. Dear God letters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just write out like you were writing a letter, but it's a prayer to God. Um, and we actually took a moment and I just thought it was the most beautiful thing when the whole room got completely quiet. Um, and it's all that's a nice car. <laughs> nice car. Thanks, buddy. Glad you could join our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was awesome. Um, so we all just took a pause for a few moments and got to have personal time with God um, in the middle of the conference. And already in that moment, I was getting so much from it. Um, just seeing a new way to worship and spend time with God and uh, a new way also to be inspired to share the gospel and I was very convicted wow. that day that I like I need to share the gospel and I need to um, share Jesus with the people that I love most of my life that don't know him and um, we actually wrote down names that wow. of people wow. to um, start praying for intentionally every single day and then to share it with so um, it was just so cool to be actually equipped in that moment and i've yeah. seen the fruit of that as i've um, continued on and i've really used the soap method specifically in my personal time with god and it's been just so so amazing to see what's come from that and to remember back to that moment and to think how many people were impacted by this moment that i was impacted by yeah. um because i know that there's so many personal stories that we don't even know that yeah. happened from that morning and just from all three of the sessions so yeah. wow. i'm just really grateful that that has been a part of every to live for event, um, just really being equipped. Um, and it's never just a worship moment that you'll remember, but it's always a moment where you'll be truly equipped with something that will help you um, grow with the Lord and share your faith with people in the future. So, and I'll add on real quick. The, that name thing, I think, is my favorite part of the equipping session because mm -hmm. 
you're actually writing down, it, it creates like a tree of people because in the, in the Bible, it talks about the Greek word oikos, the household. Yeah. When they were yeah. saved, their whole household was saved. Mm -hmm. So you're writing down your friend. Um, so let's say it's my buddy, you know, Johnny, whatever. Um, and you're praying earnestly for that guy, but you're also praying for his direct family members and his direct friends to be saved when he gets saved. Mm -hmm. And wow. I'll tell you that, that what I've learned over the past and equipping is like yeah. prayer is the biggest part of the most definitely yeah. the biggest part of evangelism is prayer and i think it's cool to that equipping session really lays out every area that we can be intentional and not just like you know because we need to be equipped to share the gospel but we need to be intentional in our prayer as well yeah and i like how you talked about that it's really good you guys are making me miss out on that because I wish I was there because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in Brazil when that was going on. But uh, for me personally, uh, at Strong Tower, you know, for our youth group, uh, this happened like about, it started about two years back because mine's more of a story. Uh, her name's, I, I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning her, but her name's Lonnie. Uh, but probably one of my biggest like um, aspirations was to help Lonnie out. Uh, because some, she's someone that our, our entire youth group, all of our leadership team has a very, like, a lot of love for. Uh, but when she first came to our church, like, she didn't know who God was, doesn't know who Jesus was, didn't know anything about that. And it's not like she got saved the first time she came, the second yeah. time she came, but it was more of a persistence thing. It wasn't yeah. like shoving anything down her throat. It wasn't like trying to show off what it would look like. It was just saying, hey, what's up? How are you? Yeah, you know, yeah. how are you doing today? Like, yeah. we're glad you're with us. It's just showing the love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And especially prayer, like you guys are saying, like that's probably not just an evangelism, but just in someone's life in general, because yeah. like you said, you'd save them and their household. Yeah. And Lonnie's had a tough, had it tough, you know what I'm saying? These last few years that I've known her, she's had it tough. Yeah. But just, I think eight months ago was that she got baptized and she wow. gave her life to the Lord. But that's probably one of like the, the, the eye-opening moments for me as like a youth leader that are at church. Yeah, Cause like, sweet. cause, um, I kind of set the tone for the youth group. So it just kind of motivates me to get closer to the Lord to start yeah. to, you know, show my relationship with him in different ways, but not like showing it off, but more like showing the love. You know that's what awesome. I mean? Yeah, so that's something that was really eye-opening for me during that. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Um, following question would be what, would that advice that you wish you had when you were 17 and like struggling with high school and it was like a time where you wanted to be like that type of christian that you are now or like that you're proud that you became yeah i would say discipleship would be the biggest thing i was too arrogant to think that i needed like one-on-one -on -one discipleship or like yeah. any accountability group because there's a difference of like going to youth group every week and like having three or four guys that you meet with every week and you're like accountable to yeah but three or four yeah, ladies 100%. guys you're accountable to and you're getting discipled and you have someone above you that's pouring into you and then you have people on the same path as you that you're able to pour into each other 100 that would be the biggest thing i'd tell myself like bro stop being arrogant stop <laughs> yeah. stop like thinking you got it all together like you need to get a mentor that will actually commit to you every week and yeah. you can talk to about stuff and you can really lay things out i would say getting discipled because discipleship like i'm i'm lucky that god is like physically because i have not put in the effort i should have as a kid of trying to get people to help me but god has just placed people in my life and i'm blessed but not everyone gets that and we need to strive to be discipled so that then we can yeah. disciple others in the future 100 percent, you know mm -hmm. um, but yeah that would be mine it's so good um, I would say I would tell myself, you do have time to spend with God, to mm. spend time with Him mm. every single day. It's spend as much time as you can with Him because I feel like I look back at like seasons of my life or like 
you know, a year of my life or a few months where I'm like, I really didn't, I had so much time that I could, could have been in the world, could have been spending with him and growing, but I wasn't doing that. I'm like, what was I doing? Why wasn't I? Because now I, um, when you do experience that, then you wish that you had been doing that yeah. longer and that um, the impact of personal time with him had been uh, impacting your life back in those seasons and so yeah i would just say that you always you have time yeah even if it's not a lot of time every single day um spending time with him is just the best thing and it will change your perspective on your life and your day but also it's just so important to worship him to be um, at his feet every day yeah yeah good i think mine would probably be meditate more on his word because like I don't growing up in church, I'm sure you guys know like you you know the Bible, like you know the stories in it, but sometimes you don't get like the little things, the little aspects that are added in there. Cause sometimes you don't look over some of the little stuff that's in there. Like uh for example, uh Barabbas. Like I I had a sermon on that a few weeks ago, but uh Barabbas's names also mean son of the father. And you know, God set Barabbas free. Like you can think that the Jews chose Barabbas, but uh, God had to treat Jesus like Barabbas so he can treat Barabbas like Jesus. So it's just kinda like small things like that where you just kinda have to meditate on his word and just kind of see the, see a little, the read between the lines, I feel like. But I definitely tell my younger self to kind of like understand and meditate more on the word. Like take notes more when you're reading the Bible. Like don't just read it through to, you know, get through a lesson, but like kind of so you can teach yourself at the same time. Because yeah. if you don't know the Bible, like that's the kind of like one of the cores of our foundation other than prayer. Like you got to know what you're, you know, you got to know what you're preaching because it's the gospel. Yeah. But definitely I'd say meditate more on the word. That's good. That's good. Thank you guys for sharing. Okay, so promo time. Please tell us where we can find more information about the conference and what's to come. Yeah, for sure. So um, to live for a conference is happening uh, this summer, 2022, July 29th and 30th. It's going to be a Friday night, a Saturday morning, and a Saturday night. And we want you to come to all three sessions. <laughs> um, well, the best place to find all the info would be on our Instagram. That's at T-O dot L-I-V-E-F-O-R to live for but with a dot after the to so to dot live for uh on instagram and our website is to live for ministries.org so same thing to live for all spelled out ministries spelled out dot org um and that is where you'll actually register you'll go to upcoming events and then you'll just see the event there rsvp and you'll register it's only um 15 bucks to register um, and yeah, you want to do it fast because there's only 550 seats in that USF Theater One, and we're going to fill that place out. Definitely. So definitely um, go register as soon as possible. Tell your friends to register. Uh, it's going to be super cool and amazing time to be encouraged through the gospel, equipped through practical teaching in the word and empowered to go and live for Jesus in our day to day lives. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Thank you. All yes. right. <laughs> No, and then, oh, and then um, how about for you, your plug-in for the Brazilian church, Strong Tower? Ah. Well, for us, you can find us on Instagram at uh, Strong Tower YTH Youth. We also have a Facebook page, Strong Tower Teens Ministry. And you can also find us on YouTube at Strong Tower Church. Sure. But, <laughs> you know, guys, just uh, if, even if, you don't, if you're Brazilian in the area, you know, come out to us. We love you. We're at 6923 Sheldon Road. We have services on Sunday starting at 10. Youth services on Fridays at 8. But, guys, we'd love to have you. And if you can't make the drive out to Tampa, we know there's a church next to you. So make sure you look around so you guys can get plugged into a church in your area. Yeah. And do you guys have translation? from? Portuguese? We do have translation. Uh, we have it in Spanish even. We have Portuguese, Spanish, English. If you speak a language, we am sure we'll find someone that can speak it to you. But guys, make sure you get plugged into your church. And if you don't have a church, we'd be more than happy.
happy to have you guys at Strong Tower Church. Hey, thank you guys so much, each of you. I appreciate your time. And yeah, I know the best is yet to come. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of Fate with Faith. This is the host, Raquel Maria. Catch you guys next time.